our lives are built around social media and, and because we have to put on a front like we're doing okay, I just told myself, you know, it's fine, just suck it up. Like, just suck it up, you'll be fine, it, you know, make it through the day, whatever. And then I just broke down crying at my desk. Welcome back to Let Me Live Podcast, My Life, My Rules. I'm your host, Coco Gunn, and happy Sunday. So excited to be back and hanging out with you guys after a very, 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 very busy, busy last two weeks. Um, And today, you know, I really just want to kind of shift the format of um, some of my episodes and, you know, kind of just speak from the heart today. Um, just a quick, you know, update (laughs) on my life. Um, I, um, have been busy with just getting back in the swing of my routine with my knee injury. It's been kind of difficult, I would say. Um, so I did start rehab (laughs) finally, and it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And, um, it was very eye opening because I really thought that like I would be good to go in, two weeks. (laughs) And then um, my PT started doing some simple exercises that I was like, this is a cakewalk for my right leg, right? My injuries on my left. And uh, well, I got a rude awakening when basic muscle movements that I could do with my right leg, I could barely do with my left. So we're looking at about mm, five, five weeks of rehab, but It is all good. Um, I'm just happy that I'm able to kind of get back into the swing of my mobility. It still hurts to do a few things, but, you know, that's that's about it. Um, But I'm excited to kind of to record this episode because um, I think this topic is so important. And I think as of lately, considering what's going on in the news, what's going on with our world, um, I think that that all roads lead back to this topic. So um, first and foremost, happy Mental Health Awareness Month. If you guys didn't know, Mental Health Awareness Month is the beginning of May all the way through the 31st. And I think this is really important because um, with the way we just came out of a pandemic with all of us trying to just adjust to what normal is, it can take a huge, huge, or it can play a huge factor in your health and well-being and just your mental stability. And I can tell you right now, I mean, I was grateful to have a partner that was there to kind of you know, him and I were able to, to kind of bounce each other. I wasn't alone, right? There was a lot of people that were alone during the pandemic, you know, because we couldn't go see friends. You know, we tried our best to do Zoom calls and keep people engaged, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. So I think we're seeing the effects of the pandemic. And it's not, things were happening crazy during the pandemic, of course, but 
I think now that things are starting to, people are trying to get back to their normal, excuse me, their normal lives, you're starting to really see how things have, how things have changed and the, the major impact that the pandemic has had on a lot of people, um, you know, from, from weight gain to losing your job to, you know, figuring out how you're going to pay your bills, um, you know, to dealing with homeschooling your kids, <laughs> as well as trying to work from home when you're used to, you know, for me, I've been working from home since uh, I moved here to Florida. And so it wasn't a big change for me. But a lot of my friends and colleagues who were either, you know, working at the office, it was a huge change having to adjust your schedule or having to adjust your mindset to working from home. Because let me tell you, you can get extremely distracted by sitting at home. Like for me, I've kind of found a rhythm where I can still do laundry and still answer emails and still do Zoom calls and, and those kind of things, still walk the dogs and make my food. Uh, where some people, they're just used to having that structured environment at work. So, you know, it's kind of just crazy how the smallest shift in your daily routine can be can play a major impact in how things are in your life right now um and you know there's several things you know and me just thinking all this you know I'm not I have an outgoing personality but I'm a hundred percent introvert <laughs> I prefer my alone time I prefer to be at home but you know my job requires me to be more extroverted I am part of a dance team I'm a director so but those things I thrive in so I'm more comfortable there but any regular social environment uh, forget about it <laughs> not for me I I will I love being at home watching Netflix um, hanging out with Vic and kind of just being my my house is my safe haven so I was a hundred percent okay during the pandemic but then you have you know those groups of people that are social butterflies like Vic is a social butterfly um, it was very hard for him to sit still. It was very hard for him to stay at home because he's used to being out and about and socializing. That's kind of what fills his cup. Um, I mean, I had several friends that dealt with the same problem, and we would try to find, you'd try to find ways around the six foot rule. <laughs> um, and we did. We kept our circle very small, and that way we knew who was hanging out with who. Um, and so we tried our best to do that, but um, it, it definitely just just took a toll you know um and I think for me specifically it was the weight gain and I can honestly tell you that I've struggled mentally with accepting my body now right because you know I didn't work out like Vic thank goodness his metabolism is super fast but anyway um I really struggled with the amount of weight that I gained because I thought if I was eating okay I would be fine but not working out not being at rehearsal has really put it's like it was a huge huge um deterrent on my mental health because I would look at old pictures on Facebook look at memories and I would think man like I was in such good shape then like what happened and you start to beat yourself up you know so the weight gain was there that affected me um I think about what was going on with social media you know we had people that were out living me and Vic lived our best lives during the pandemic and people were not happy about it they you know had questions and and were just kind of trying to tell us how to live and that's just not how we do things. You know, you can't pick up the phone and call somebody and 
you know, try to scold them for living their life, you know, especially when they're they're being as careful as possible, you know. So that that also played, you know, a role. You know, I had a big situation that happened to me where I was blasted on social media. And so it's like when when it comes to and I'm a huge advocate for mental health because I know the role and the impact it can play. And I've lost friends. I have seen my my friends lose friends you know we've seen you know where students go crazy at school or you know so unbeknownst to other people right you have to really think why do we have a lot of problems in the world today like why do we have a lot of issues with you know crime rates going up and people not wanting to work like it all plays back to how you think and how you function mentally so I'm grateful that you know we there's a month dedicated specifically to mental health and you know there's tons of resources out there that that are provided for us for free that can help you kind of get through those tough situations there's you know they've shifted the way that they've done counseling or seeing a therapist now you have the option of seeing a person online and I actually saw a therapist and it was through Talkspace and I was really grateful because at the time I felt like I needed to figure out what was going on with me right like what what was what was the root of a lot of my frustration or and it's funny how people think that, you know, seeing a therapist is a bad thing. And in reality, it's probably saved a lot of people. Um, for, for a fact, it's probably saved a lot of people because they were able to get out and find the root of their frustration instead of holding it in. And then the next thing you know, they're lashing out on somebody else. And that could be that person's life. That could be that person's family, their job. So there's just so many things that we have to think about. And, um, you know, so I, for me, I just wanted to speak on, you know, mental health, like things for me that have affected me. And I'm sure that when you listen to this, you'll, you can relate, um, because we've all <laughs> taken a mental toll. Um, the pandemic, I'm sorry, the pandemic has taken a, a mental toll on, on all of us. Um, and, you know, for Mental Health Awareness Month, you know, the theme um, from the National Alliance on Mental Health, uh, I'm sorry, on Mental Illness, their theme uh, was Together for Mental Health. And it's just, you know, um, bringing our voices together to advocate for mental health and access to care through the National Alliance of Mental Illness blog, personal videos, you know, testimonials. So it's a, it's great. Like if you get online and you Google, there's so many different references and so many different post that can provide information on how important this is. But lately, um, you know, last week I just had a day where, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a constant just go. Like I will put other people first and then sometimes I'll be resentful, right? So um, last week I woke up and I just felt off and I felt like I wasn't myself, you know, the smallest little things I would, I would snap at, I would just be just really, I don't know, I felt bitter and I felt frustrated. I felt annoyed and I couldn't put my finger on it. Like I really, and still to this day, I really, I really don't know. It could have been just the things that were, that had built up. So, you know, Vic, you know, Vic went to work and, um, you know, I texted him cause he asked if I was okay. And I was like, look, I'm not okay. Like I don't feel okay. I don't feel like myself. And so I sat back in my chair at my desk and I was like, okay, you know, Coco, like what, what do you, what do you want to do? Right. And because our lives are built around social media and, and because we have to put on a front, like we're doing okay. I just told myself, 
you know, it's fine. Just suck it up. Like just suck it up. You'll be fine. You know, make it through the day, whatever. And then I just broke down crying at my desk. Like (laughs) nobody was here, but I, I broke down and it was just like this overwhelming feeling of just all emotions at once. And it was at that moment that I said to myself, okay, you have to be okay with knowing that the bare minimum is sometimes enough. And by that, I mean, is just doing enough to get through your day, not taking on extra projects, not going above and beyond, you know, all these things. And I just was like, I... I'm, I, I'm just doing the bare minimum today. I'm just going to get by because that is all, all the energy I, I have. I don't, I couldn't, I mean, it was just, ugh, it was terrible. And so I made a post because, um, on my story actually, because I felt like we have sort of started to be transparent about mental health and I don't think it's shared often. Like what you see on social media half the time, if not 90% of the time is not reality, right? All these influencers that are smiling and posing and looking phenomenal. We don't know the comments that they're getting from that photo. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. And just like for me, I'm not a superstar by any means. I'm, I'm not popular, but I, I just know after off of one incident, what that feels like. I can't even imagine having a million followers and having to deal with that kind of bullying and abuse online even I mean sometimes they get it in person but I was like you know what I need to let the people that follow me that follow my podcast that support me in my dance career they need to know that what you see sometimes is great but it's not reality all the time so I posted a picture of myself and I was like today I'm not okay and I'm a hundred percent okay with being not okay sorry my phone's going off (laughs) Um, so I made a post and I said, you know what? I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with, with not being okay today. And I'm 100% okay with doing the bare minimum, just enough to get by because that's all I have the energy for. And I felt as if the weight (laughs) was lifted from my shoulders, you know, the heavy feeling, the frustration and when I broke it down, it was just like I hadn't, I started getting frustrated at the fact that I hadn't kept up with my posts on social media. I hadn't kept up and commented and I hadn't kept up with this rat race of building my audience and building, you know, my niche that I was, I was failing. And so I started going through my page. I started going through other people's pages and like looking at photos. And and then I started thinking about myself like, man, I could have done this better. I could have done this better. And I just started to put myself in this really judgmental, zone and then it just like escalated from there and I was like man I am getting all worked up over something I'm supposed to be doing for fun like that that didn't make sense to me like this is supposed to be fun like whatever I say on my podcast is what I say sometimes I'm gonna have structure sometimes I won't and that is totally fine because I'm doing this because I I want to do something fun. I like being behind the mic. I like talking about random things. I, of course, like talking about really great things and giving advice. All of those things I love to do. And I was so focused on 
trying to just narrow things down to what I wanted that I overwhelmed myself. And then when I didn't, those expectations that I set for myself, I didn't meet them. I, it just snowballed into this crazy emotional madness. If that's, if if that's, you know, that's what what I want to call it. But, um, yeah. So it was, it was, it was tough. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I record this weekend. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about mental health on my episode and just kind of put it out there. I mean, it's, it's may not be, I don't want to have a long, you know, a long drawn out. This is what you should be doing. Cause I don't know the answers. Like any, I could tell you what works for me when it comes to calming myself down. Like I literally had to walk away from my desk and I went on, and sat out on the patio for a little bit. And, um, you know, that's kind of what brought me to, uh, brought me, brought me down. I was in the sun. I was getting, you know, just being in, in just a sunny, sunshine environment, um, kind of helped me, you know, so there's things that, you know, I listened to some extra podcasts on personal development. Um, you know, I did some cleaning around the house cause that makes me kind of feel good. I did, you know, I just kind of took my time finding out what was really going to help me feel better throughout the day, right. Or feel, you know, at ease, but that may work for me, but it's not going to be what works for somebody else. And so it's tough to, to tell someone how to handle, you know, a depression or PTSD or a mental breakdown because everyone's brain activity is different. And so I think for me, it was just finding the things, finding the things that I found joy in, right? That's kind of what helped me get back into a, in a into a more positive headspace was just doing things that I liked to do. You know, I went and did yoga that night. Um, I started and just took, ate some healthy foods. Like I just started taking care of my body and it wasn't anything drastic. Like I didn't just go vegan for one day or something like that, but I just knew, okay, what is it that I can do to kind of get myself in, in a better headspace? But, you know, I also sat down that night and I thought about, you know, what is it that affects me and my mental health, right? Um, And of course, social media is one of them. Um, My circle of friends, like that's a huge one because, you know, and I talked about this on another episode, episode three, I think is, is your vibe, your tribe. But I was like, you know, I sometimes I evaluate my friendship circle and who I surround myself with. And you have those friends that you can call and vent to and talk to. And you have those friends you can gossip with. You have those friends that like are your confidants. Um, but the funny thing is, is I didn't really call anybody and, the, and besides Vic. And the reason I didn't is because I didn't want to feel like a burden. Not saying that was going to be the case. Right. But I get in my head to where I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I don't want to tell them because then I want them to feel bad for me. And, you know, I just start talking myself out of it. Right. And I've had to learn with my injury that there's a lot, there's tons of people out there that are going to be willing to help you get through any kind of injury or situation. Um, you just have to be willing to accept the help. And I've always had that issue. I've always been very, very, very independent and very much like I can do everything by myself, <laughs> which is usually why I get frustrated or why I get upset or why I get resentful is because I don't, I don't want to feel like I owe somebody something. Um, you know, like I, I don't want to, and, and, and not saying that's ever the case because it, it really isn't. I just have that in my brain that like if someone helps me, now I owe them a favor, you know, or, you know, so like I have this mentality of I never want to be dependent on anyone because I don't want to feel like I owe anybody anything. Um, and that may be a selfish way to think, but it's also just a comfortability for me. So I've had to learn with my knee injury that, hey, man, 
you're going to, you're going to need help getting through this. You're going to need help doing certain things and it's, it's okay. You know, and I think that played another factor in where I was mentally, you know, I wasn't able to do the things I loved doing. Like just when I was at my peak of my dance career and, you know, going to the gym, I get an injury and it just kind of knocks me, knocks me back down to the beginning and not, I didn't lose a lot. I mean, it's only, it's going to be 10 weeks total, but still, you know, I was really in a great rhythm. You know, I didn't want anything to disrupt my schedule. And so, you know, I had, you know, I was constantly thinking about like the injuries still. And, you know, if I get up from my chair, it's there, you know, the, 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 the injury hurts. So those things all played a role. So I've had to maneuver over the last three to four weeks, you know, through those, frustrations through those emotions. Um, and I've lashed out, you know, I've gotten frustrated at Vic and he's kind of just been like, Hey man, I don't want to be your target, you know? And that's fair because this is, this is me. Like I have to, I have to learn how to cope with certain situations. And, and usually what they say is, is your growth comes from being uncomfortable. And that's exactly what's happening to me. You know, I've, I've, I've seen things differently. I have started to appreciate things differently. I've started to value different things now that I've kind of taken a step back from certain activities. And I think that's important. And maybe that's what the universe wanted for me. And I'm grateful <laughs> for that um, because I was going a million miles a minute. If you guys know my schedule, oh my gosh, it's thundering outside. <laughs> if you know my schedule, you know that I'm, I'm going a million gajillion miles a minute half the time. Um, so yeah, but I also had to look at, you know, my relationships with my, my fiance, my relationship with my parents, my relationship with my sibling, you know, so those things play a factor in your, in your mental health. And then the biggest one, and I, I don't, I think this is the biggest one. I think everyone else has me have their own opinion, but I think that self-love plays a huge role in your mental health. Because if you don't know how to appreciate love and value yourself, it's very hard to be that great friend. It's very, very hard to be that, that's that, that good significant other, you know? So I had to scale back and say, you know, do I love the person that I am right now? And maybe part of my mental breakdown or my frustration or my just moment was because I was mad. At, I was more mad at myself, but I have a tendency to take it out as if I'm mad at everybody else. Um, and it could be over anything. I have very high expectations for me, so when I feel like I haven't met those, I, I start to um, say negative things, you know, to myself, right? Um, and I, I don't know if you've been there. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you can't relate. It's easy to say, oh, man, you know, don't say those things to yourself. But until you're in that person's shoes, it you, you never really know, right? So um, I have to constantly work every day at loving myself, you know, and accepting those extra stretch marks or accepting that little extra cellulite or accepting, you know, that I'm also about to be 40 years old and my body is not going to recover the same way that I did when I was 20 or 21 even, you know? So these are all things that I've had to learn. I'm learning. I haven't learned completely, but I'm learning to accept because the only person that really cares about that stuff is me. <laughs> you know, I no one's in my in, in my inbox or in my comments talking negative or about my body type or whatever. I'm just really just hard on myself. And I've had to learn that you don't have to take life so seriously to where you completely, you know, ruin the enjoyment of life, of living. 
you know? Um, so it's been an adjustment and it's going to be a process that I'm working on every single day. And I think that everyone's working on it. You know, even that, even those that are listening right now, you're probably thinking, man, I can totally relate to that because that was me, or this is what I felt after the pandemic, or this is what I felt. So, you know, I constantly have to tell myself to be kind, (laughs) (coughs) excuse me, be kind to yourself and, you know, love yourself and be patient with yourself. You know, it, it took me two years technically to put on this weight. It's not going to come off in six months. You know, my body's going to have to go through changes and every day I have to tell myself it's okay. And I have good days and I have bad days. Um, and today's a good day. (laughs) Today's actually a good day, you know? So, um, yeah, do some research if you haven't guys, if you're struggling with, with mental illness, if you're struggling, just you know, getting through those days, you know, this month, there's so many avenues and so many events and so many, you know, posts that are out there that kind of help you navigate through, um, getting the help that you need when it comes to mental stability. So again, happy mental health awareness month. Um, thank you guys again for joining me on today's episode. As always, um, if you have not subscribed, please hit that subscribe button so you can get notifications on new episodes. And if you really enjoy my episodes, feel free to leave a review. Any topic suggestions that you have, you can reach out to me at Let Me Live Podcast or Coco underscore gun on Instagram, as well as you can reach me at Let Me Live Podcast at gmail.com. I hope you have a great next two weeks and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.